Welcome to the Antler Up Podcast, brought to you by Spartan Forge. Black Rifle Coffee Company is a veteran-owned coffee company serving premium coffee to people who love America. Fall is upon us, and there's no better way to get fueled up before hunt than with some Black Rifle Coffee. Coffee legitimately tastes better after a day in the woods or after a successful hunt. Fuel your next adventure and purchase at www.blackriflecoffee.com and use code ANTLER at checkout to save 20% off your purchase and or with your first coffee club subscription, Black Rifle Coffee. Also, just want to say a big thank you to our partners over at America's Best Bowstrings, hand-built in the USA since 2006. Amazing customer service, awesome quality and performance. Their Platinum Series strings are what we all run on our bows. We absolutely love them. Go and create a custom set today at americasbestbowstrings.com. Before we get into this episode, let's thank our partners over at Shea Butler Knives. And Shea makes custom everyday carry knives with the Rhino and Pursuit. His Ranger and Whitetail and Featherlight knives are amazing for anything, but especially out in the field. Shea's creativity, high quality materials, functional but unique designs, coupled with his precise leather work, make products that will last a lifetime. Check them out over at SheaButlerKnives.com. Our friends over at Half Rack just released some awesome gear and they were great enough to give our listeners 10% off their order. All you have to do is click on the link in the podcast bio or the link on our link tree on Instagram and that will give you your percentage off at checkout. So get some of the highest quality hunting and outdoor accessories that will help you prosper in the field. Half Rack is aiming to be mindful of the past, conservation conscious and evolve into the future. Before we get into this episode, I want to share with you a few discount codes that will help you save some money and get ready for the upcoming hunting season. The Elk Collective is the virtual elk hunting resource with tons of videos and information to get you ready to chase elk this upcoming season. Use code podcast and save $30 today at the elkcollective.com. Spartan Forge stands at the nexus of machine learning and whitetail deer hunting to deliver truly innovative and science-based products that saves the hunter time spent scouting, planning, and executing their hunts. New things are on the horizon, so use code ANTLERUP to save 25% off your Spartan Forge membership at spartanforge.ai. Thanks to our partners over at Tether, Tether makes premium saddle gear by saddle hunters for the saddle hunter. They just dropped some new gear like the MVP, which can turn your saddle into a two-panel or just a more rigid back support. And also some new suspenders, so if your saddle tends to sag, grab a pair, and both items are retrofitted, so it doesn't matter what saddle or brand you have, they're going to work. Check them out at tethernation.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Antler Up Podcast. We are on episode 91. On today's episode, Dimitri and I went live on the Bullhorn app and had some of our good friends join us from Pennsylvania and New York. We had guests from the likes of Bill Harvey, Troy Dietrichs, Tom Runscavage, Mike Marcassiano, and Jim D'Agostino. This was a blast to do because we just shared stories from the opening weekend from PA and New York 
what our plans are ahead, and some more fun conversations. We plan on having more Bullhorn episodes where if you are interested in joining in on the fun, you are able to. Just download the app for free, call in, get on the message board, whatever you see fit. Just log on and have some fun with us. We shared a ton of laughs and it was great having everybody all together. So sit back, enjoy this fun episode. Appreciate you guys coming out, listening, and hearing us figure out how to tie our shoes and say our ABCs. I wanted to get this going because it's I, it's something new and it's something that I think we could you know elaborate a little bit more on and see how people's uh, seasons going and all that type of stuff. So opening day was this past weekend for New York was on Friday. Billy, I know if if even Billy's still here, uh, I think he was out the other day. Mike, you went out on Friday. Uh, and Jim, you've been hunting for the last week and a half. And Troy, what, when, when did you go out first day? Uh, uh, special regs, the 17th of September or whatever, just those two Saturdays I sat and then this past Saturday. So, okay. Well, since, you know, Jim, I know you don't have lots of time because you have to get up in like two hours. I'll, I'll let you go <laughs> ahead and kind of talk first since you're, you're, you know, Jim, um, <laughs> People don't know that inside joke, but long story short is that uh, both my wife and Jeremy's wife call for us in the same manner, like when we're down in the basement. So, so that's the inside Jim, joke. Jim. <laughs> so, Jim, you uh, you had a stud that you, you came up on on camera that uh, didn't have an opportunity to even go after him, and the good neighbor got him. So, like you know, just you know, t- talk a little bit about where you are at mentally and what you're thinking about for this upcoming season. Well, man, I got to be honest with you. I, I it, it took me a couple of days to get over it. I was really happy for the guy because he is a good buddy of mine. I went that I went to high school with, and uh, he, you know, he works really hard. He saved up his money and bought the property, um, you know, that butts up against my my dad's property. Um, the guy in the opposite side. So I'm like, if you could picture this, there's three properties. My dad's property's in the middle. Okay, so. The guy to the on the eastern side, he's the guy that like sabotaged my tree stand last year, right. and like you know he's been working against me because we've had a group of bucks that are what we would consider world class in Pennsylvania on camera for the last like three years, and um, we're down to the last two. One of the one the one that has a big tear in his ear hasn't shown back up on camera yet this year. I don't know if he he got killed or he moved on to another property or what have you. Um, one of the the, this, the one of the big ten points got killed last year, so now we're down to basically let's just say we're down to the last one. And um, I had him consistently coming in between six and seven p.m. like clockwork. And like of course, um, my wife wanted to take our son to the beach for the first time since he's a little over one, and she picked like the opening weekend of our special regs area. And I was like, okay, let's go to the beach. And lo and behold, that day, I get a text message with a photo of the buck that I was after. And, yeah. So the crazy part is is that if he was on the same pattern that he was on, he definitely went past my stand through my property first before he got to this guy. So there's a chance that I might have had a shot at him. But, hey, man, you can't kill him if you're not out there. And that's the way it goes. But yeah. what an absolute giant. I sent Troy the pictures. I was trying to get my buddy uh, entered in in this contest. contest, but but he was like a day late and a dollar short. But 
Um, yeah, what an absolute giant. I mean, we, we rough scored him at just over 140 inches, but I think that uh, we screwed up somewhere along the lines. I know that after we were done, I said that we didn't measure the tines from um, from the center of the beam. We were measuring it from, like, the top of the beam. So I think we're, you know, you, you can safe to say you could probably add another three, four inches in there somewhere. Right. Nice. But you you found you're you're hunting public land. You got into another little private spot like I like I've been hunting my whole life basically, yep. uh, and it's ironically still kind of close to home. So you're going to be, you are you what's your you know what's your goal or plans for that? Yeah. So um, late last year and like the last the second to last day of the rifle season, me and my buddies decided to go to a local public land area. Um, it, it's not very big, and it's in the 5C region for those of you that live in 5C. Um, it's it's heavily hunted, but we decided to hike through there, just kind of do like a little deer drive and just kind of scout like where we're going through. So I came across this awesome creek bottom. Uh, it's it's like an on an island basically that's surrounded by CRP fields and it has like these thick briars that are, it's like a wall of briars around this whole thing. So you got to crawl for like 30 or 40 yards through these briars. And then it opens up to this creek bottom where there's nothing but acorns and pine trees. And it's just like a beautiful, like little meadow. And there was just rubs and scrapes on top of each other. It was just like unbelievable. I sent you some of the pictures, Jared. They were like, you know, yeah. tr- trees that were rubbed all the hell, like the size of my thigh. So I marked that on my, on my map and I was like, I'll definitely be back there. So that's what I, you know, coming into this season, my first two sits were, were there. And the first, first day that I sat there, the first, two hours I was there uh, is when I had that four point come in and I had a decent basket eight come in at like, you know, 20 yards and under. And uh, I saw six doe that day and it just, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful morning. Now the se- my second sit, I didn't see anything, but the sign is there. The thing that I'm struggling with is I don't think that the acorns is their primary food source at this time. There's too much ag uh, and, and standing corn and things that, that are around in, you know, within a, a few mile radius of that property. So I think that's more of their secondary food source right now. But I think as the season rolls on, that that spot could, you know, towards the rut time, I think that spot might turn on. Sweet. So I like it. Then you got the the little private spot back at home. Are you going to hunt that at all this year? Um, I'm considering it. I just mean, going blind. Yeah, just kind of going blind. I mean, there was a couple other bucks that were decent that I had on camera, but nothing like you know, my wind kind of got taken out of my sails there. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Well, all right, well, Troy, I know since you're also in that 5C region and everything, you kind of had a hell of a story. <laughs> well, for <laughs> technically statewide opening day uh, yesterday, if anybody follows uh, Troy. And also, too, like, please plug your – I know the uh, contest is, is capped right now, but go ahead and talk about, like, what that is as well, like, during this. But, I mean, go – just talk however you see fit. If you want to talk about your day yeah. yesterday and, and what you've been doing already, and then also your contest, however you see fit, dude. Okay. Yeah. So I'm Troy from Dietrich's Outfitters, uh, DTRX underscore Outfitters on Instagram. Um, just a local guy, uh, Southeast Pennsylvania, but I'm putting on a big buck contest this year. Um, and it's, uh, you can't enter now. So, so sorry if you didn't get signed up. But anyhow. Be, and, no, and no New Yorkers because those guys got all the big deer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, so uh, we did cash prizes, and then you also get entered into uh, a raffle to win a whole bunch of uh, prizes as well. 
surprises as well. But anyway, yeah, my opener down in special regs was pretty uneventful. I just hunted some private close to my house. Um, but my real passion is kind of going deep into some public. So, so yesterday with the state opener, um, we did exactly that. Me and two of my but two of my buddies went in just about probably over three miles deep actually, and um, I set up in the in the woods uh, over a scrape actually. Not really a typical time to to be hunting over scrapes so much, but uh, we had a lot of trail cam in, inventory on this scrape, and and they were hitting it pretty good. So. Uh, snuck in there, got all set up before light, and uh, and uh, about right at daybreak, three or four doe came in, just read the script perfectly, so it was like pretty optimistic I was going to see something. Um, we've been chasing and, and seeing some pretty substantial PI bucks in this spot, um, so we we're definitely jacked for this. But anyhow, sat all morning and uh, didn't have much action after those does came through there's just acorns everywhere and i think the deer are kind of just scattered throughout right now um and my shoulder's been bothering me a little bit lately so i was like you know what i should just practice drawing back in my stand so that's what i did around like 10 a.m i just drawed back i was actually going to stay all day because we were so deep obviously i was just going to sit in that that location all day because we figured i'd either come by in the morning or afternoon to hit that scrape but um drew back my bow and like right at the heavy part of your cam, like right before you pull over that hump, my bow just would not draw back. It was like a roadblock. So immediately I was like, oh my gosh, there's probably a freaking stick in my cam or something like that. Like I'm glad I glad I didn't have a chance on a deer this morning. So I'm like, okay, look at my cams. There's no stick, no nothing. I'm like, what the heck is going on here? So I drew back again, same exact thing. I'm like, what is wrong with my bow? I'm like, I mean, I, I work on bows, not professionally, but like, could not find what was wrong with this stupid thing. I look at it, it fell for five minutes, probably was only about a minute, but there's this tiny little set screw that is on my cam backed out, like literally probably an eighth of an inch, if that. It was hitting my limb as I turned my, turned my, uh, as I drew my bow back. <laughs> so, so that, uh, put a damper on things. So I was like, all right, um, do I have any tools? No. Texting my buddy, do you have any tools? No. So I was like, all right, guess I'm, uh, Guess I'm heading back out. <laughs> so, now, so moving forward, you will have tools and oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Jim, yeah. Jim, do you carry tools in yours during the, always, your hunt? Always, yeah. always. Yeah. I wish I didn't carry so many, but I'm like paranoid, like to have a problem like like Troy, you know. Yeah, and even that's like like I, it's that's a just a great thing to know. Just carry, eat just a set of Allen keys, really, because. Say you bump your rest or your sight or something like that. Like if you have that stuff marked ahead of time, like take a pencil. Or uh, or some sort of magic marker and mark that stuff before the season starts. Um, if anything ever loosens up, at least you can you know get it back to right basically right or where it was, so you can still go hunting the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah that's but a this, great Vortex Nation highlight for. Dude, I wrote it down. I'm keeping, tra- I'm, I'm keeping track of all these special ideas for you. So. That a boy, Troy. <laughs> Troy, Jer- Jeremy, and I actually ran into the similar issues with our primes that we were shooting before too. I don't know if it's a prime thing or just. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. So I tightened them all. I mean, all the other set screws were tight. I don't know why this backed out. Um, I mean, it was a it was a long haul in there, but that bow was actually new over. I bought it at the end of last season, so. Um, so yeah, it was a bit, bit strange, but obviously I couldn't hunt and it's like, 
what do I do? Do I just sit around and do some observation sit or do I get out of here? It's 10, 1030 in the morning. I'm three miles into public. I'm like, I don't know. That's yeah. Tough. So that, that's it, crazy. it sucked. It sucked, but dude, it would have sucked so much worse if one of uh, these bucks that we've been chasing came in yeah. like right at, yeah. Like this doe came in. Oh my this God. Is, here's, here's, a, here's a question for like everybody. You know, we have we get so amped up and jacked up for opening day just because it's you know we waited months and months and months to finally get here. And then like when the heat of the moment, you have all these expect not I don't want to say expectations, but you have this like man, it, it could happen. You know what I mean? Like you're putting in yep. the homework and and then like the day like the the hours start like to creep up like to when you're gonna walk out of there and you're <laughs> like oh this is hunting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Does anybody else like say like sale just totally go woof and just be like, all right, here we go, it's that marathon, you know? Yep, yep. No, that's exactly what I felt like, Jeremy. I know exactly what you're trying to say. <laughs> I was uh, like, I felt like how I felt like three quarters of the way in the season last year, still not killing anything, you know. It's like how it felt at the end of it. But I'm like, good to say one. I know Dimitri, like he he we went to a spot where you saw a, a buck what the weekend prior. Yeah, it was last weekend. Yeah. So like we both went into it. I'm more so him just because I was like, well, I'll just go in if I'm I'm I mean, we both had that same mentality. If it's a something that's gets us excited, we're going to take that shot, but I thought for sure I'm like, man, I think he he's going to get that opportunity. Like I just had that, you know, you just have that 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 hunch uh yeah. It's kind of how you have to go into it though. I mean, yeah. I think we probably all do that, go into it with that same yeah. feeling like this uh, actually could happen. Yeah. <laughs> I found a sweet uh, shed on the way in, so that was that was kind of a bonus. But I, in the dark. I saw that. That was pretty. <laughs> I liked. I liked too because it was in the dark. He had it with the. He had it with that light. You're like, if this is any indication, I'm like, oh my, that's sweet. Actually, <laughs> right. Like, I was like, oh, it's like, a perfect story. That sets the script. You know, that's pretty sweet. And then, Mike, yeah. you went out Friday. You only hunted Friday though, right? Because you had yeah, all day everything. Friday. Yeah, I had my uh, my wedding anniversary this weekend. So uh, yeah, I mean, we've got a whole season ahead of us, right? So I mean, it's just. You know, just uh, one weekend out of the season, you know, that uh, I got to give up. You know, I've been trying to stack my chips all season to, you know, yeah. get out when I can. But, uh, yeah, a lot of action on Friday, uh, mostly does. Um, didn't see any of those studs that we've been uh, catching on cam. You know, I've been, I know I've been sending you guys those picks. And, yeah. uh, you know, when I was walking in trying to get into the spot that I wanted to uh, set up on was this nice little corridor going towards the back of the property. And I know I I definitely spooked a buck. I didn't see which one it was. Um, it was, I know we still have the eight and the nine that are still roaming about. Uh, all the other ones, they, they just disappeared. And when they do pop on cam now, they're coming in just after last light. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're not dumb. You know, they know, uh, they know what's going on. So, uh, you know, a couple of nice sized does. Um, nothing came within 60 yards. Um, you know, and I noticed something too, and I, I know I shared this with you. I know if it was today or yesterday when I sent you that, that pick of the coyote. Um, yep. so, you know, I, since there, it's like, yeah, I hope, you know, hope something comes in the, you know, in the range and I can take something down opening day. Everybody wishes that, but, uh, you know, just, just observing the behavior and just watching how the does were acting, you know, they weren't really testing the wind, you know, they looked a little uneasy, you know, and kind of skittish. And then the next morning when I saw that coyote pop on camera, I was like, well, maybe that could be why they just weren't. You know, they weren't coming in, you know, uh, like we had been patterning them. Um, between the three cameras, we kind of had an idea of the way they were traveling. And when I saw them, 
in the morning. The wind wasn't really in my favor, but I said, you know what? Let me just sit. Let me see what's going on. You know, let me see if they're still traveling in and out of where we think they are. Um, so around 11 o'clock, I got down, um, repositioned myself, went a little further back. Um, I had gone back to the to the house first, grabbed my climber, and then I went back a little further in down that corridor and see if I could see where they were popping out. And um, all the action, again, you know, came in the afternoon, and they, they were just uneasy. I mean, they weren't really testing the wind like I thought they would be, but right. they were they were not stopping. They were walking. They would speed up, and they would walk, and they would speed up, and they just looked very uneasy. Um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see if it was that coyote because that's the second time he's popped up. The, the first time was about three weeks ago. Uh, he came on around, I guess it was around midnight or so. He came out, he came by overnight. And then, uh, you know, Sunday morning we saw him pop up or Saturday morning, excuse me. Uh, we saw him pop up on the cam and about 15 minutes prior to that, uh, there were four does eating acorns right in front of the camera. So he was on them. Um, so yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, next weekend when I get back out there, you know, things will be a little different, but, uh, you know, it was good, you know, good observation set, you know, as Troy just said, you know, what are you going to do? Observe, you know, I mean, that was really kind of what I did. I was taking notes and, you know, just trying to pattern, you know, what they were doing. And then, you know, hopefully next time I get out, I can kind of put that to, you know, put that, yeah. put that into my favor and see what happens. So Sweet. I like it. Well, yeah. let's go, let's get from Slick Willie here. How about your uh, first sit? How'd that go, Billy? Oh, hey, boys. Hey, boys. Uh, <laughs> Boy, was no. I unprepared. I was very unprepared. <laughs> so, hey, at least you, hey, did you put shit on your face like I did? No, no. I hope you weren't. You you, you seemed a little direct in your response to me. I, I hope I didn't offend you. <laughs> no, dude, I never wear it. I just didn't have my, I didn't have my neck gaiter, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, might as well put something on. Hey, listen, if by the time a deer sees your face, it should be dead. So. <laughs> I wouldn't really worry about that too much. Yeah. All right. But, go ahead. Yeah. So we, we, uh, unfortunately Friday seemed like it was the day to be out. Um, the weather was just, I don't know how it was in PA, but up here in New York, we were kind of on the tail end of a little bit of a cold stretch. And, uh, Friday was the day, but it just didn't work out to get out and hunt Friday. So yesterday, you know, the game plan was to get out and get an evening hunt in. And we've been getting a ton of activity on camera in early uh, early evening, like starting at 5 o'clock. So I had this, like, grand scheme in my head what I was going to do. And uh, anybody who follows along with us with Pert Your Outdoors, yeah, you know who Trigger is. And I got him on the phone at, like, 3.30 in the afternoon. And he was over there, uh, and they were putting up a tree stand, um, like, on the same hedgerow that I was planning to go do a hanging hunt. And the, he's like, the wind's bad. The wind's not right. It says the southwest, but it's like straight west, not good. So it got me all fired up and kind of threw me sideways. And um, so I go over there to the farm, and I had prepped a tree back in February or March that while I was doing some tree work, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, so I go barreling into the into the you know now six foot tall goldenrod and nasty tangle, um, no stand prep, no trail prep. I have not done anything to get ready for the season. It's been so, like, so busy with life. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, with the two kids, it seems like since school started, beginning of September, it has just been pure chaos. 
And uh, so there's just been no preparation. So I went to go set up in that spot and put one stick on the tree, started climbing up, and realized that there was no way I was going to get elevated because I didn't trim the tree out. Um, so there's a there's a vortex highlight for you. Uh, more like, more like a freaking, low light. More like yeah, a vortex some, low light. Yeah. Yeah, you have a hunting podcast and you don't even you're not even prepared for hunting season. Um, so certain here. Um, Good thing you at least combed your hair before you went out, Bill. I, well, actually, I, I cut my hair tonight, Dimitri, because it was getting a bit long. But uh, so then I I was pretty pissed off, and that that was like 4:15 in the afternoon, and in my back of my mind, I'm like, the deer have been moving early. I'm I've blown the night. The hero is my first night. It's blown. So I go to my I go to another stand that's a preset, it's a ladder stand, and I walk up to that, and the straps are all busted. The the, the support strap for the middle and the strap at the top are are literally busted from you know dry rot, and I'm like mother, I was so mad. So then I'm like beelining across this open field, which like is just a no no at like 4:30 in the afternoon. <laughs> To go to another stand, and I get to that one, I start climbing up the tree, and I look to my south, and here's two deer, like, skirting through. I think they were heading somewhere. I don't really think they spooked them bad. But then I look up at the at the stick ladder that I'm on, same thing. All the straps are broken. So I freaking rip back to the farm, and I get on my side-by-side and run across the other side of the farm where I was not planning on hunting. All this set up a spot don't see anything and it gets to be like seven o'clock and out comes five does and it was funny because like mike was saying they weren't really testing the wind like they i you know it's it's the first night that we've all been out hunting so they hadn't been pressured they haven't had people out there so they they were straight downwind to me they definitely smelled me but they didn't really make a big deal of it they kind of went back where they came from and then like five minutes later here come all five of them and then at the same time, it was I look at the other end of the field. There's four other deer at the other end, two two bucks and two does. And then they all just they came out and ate for like five minutes, and they went right back in the woods. It was kind of odd last night. And then the trail cams have been completely dead um, since you know basically all day yesterday and all day today. It's been a soaker here in New York. So yeah. um, I don't know. It's kind of it was. I wish I would have hunted Friday. I guess that's the moral of that story. And the other moral of that story is um, Billy and I went out today and trimmed all the tree stands that I planned to hunt the remainder of the season. So uh, now we're prepared uh, for, for deer hunting. But what, what yeah. What's your plan for uh, your next upcoming hunts? Because I know, like, Demetri and I, we're going to try to get out during the week at least one day this week just to, you know, we have a, a nice little rain front coming in i guess you could say we're going to try to take advantage of a break right yeah on thursday is yeah. probably the best day it's not going to rain and um they should be up and moving after that so so what, what's your plans yeah. billy and anybody else too that wants to chime in for you know, yeah i'll just it. i'll just jump in and then i'll i'll dip back um yeah i don't know maybe i might get out i'm just gonna get out one night uh this week probably friday but if the weather looks better middle of the week i might see if I can do that. But next weekend we're camping um, and they got the long weekend there. So I'm going to spend time with the family and then second half, uh, second half of October will be locking in. Nice. 
I like that. Good. Jim, how about you? What do you got going on? So uh, my company also owns a quarry, and so there's like a 15-acre plot that butts up against their quarry property that, um, come to find out this year, that no one hunts it. Um, Brock might jump in there um, with his beautiful toes, you know, (laughs) at some point this season. But uh, I think I might try my luck there only because it's literally – I can almost walk to it from my office. So it's a perfect, like, post-work, just, like, quick hang and bang. Yeah. Just to kind of see what's up. I did kind of drive through there um, on some of the, like, the little, like, trails I kind of go through. And there's some, there's, it looks a little deery, you know. There's some, like, trails and whatnot. I haven't been really put boots on the ground, but um, it's a good spot just to kind of go after work. So I think I'm going to try that one or two days this week. Right. Just try to fill fill a doe tag or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, heck, we well, kind of yeah. maybe like, a one forty will jump out. You know, maybe I'll be that guy on the neighboring property that gets lucky. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not salty. <laughs> <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> well, what's funny is uh, Dimitri and I. We the little spot that we are scouting right for kind of like the same thing. Just right after work, let's get in quick, hang and bang. We have a couple cell cameras in there, just, you know, cheaper ones or whatnot. And opening day, we're, I finally, I got back to the house. I'm sitting down and I'm drinking a couple of coffee. And I'm like, well, let me check the app and see if anything come by. And I'm doing, the only thing that I saw, boom, caught my eye was bone. I was like, you got to be kidding me. He was at least like a nice little eight. Yeah, the, the one was a seven or an eight. I couldn't see his opposite side. Yeah, I couldn't see his opposite side. And it was right by where we would have probably, one of us would have hunted and, at like 7:45 in the morning, <laughs> it would have been really tough probably to pass on that. I mean, listen, we're we're hunting deer, not you know, we can't eat the bone. So to me, I kind of looked at those spots like quick hanging bangs because they're in the unit where I could shoot a doe, and it'd be nice just to get some more meat in the freezer and get some different cuts and try different things as far as uh, you know processing goes. Like I know Billy, you do a ton of different things and have that whole at home thing, and not necessarily I have that capability, but uh, I do definitely want to try different things, having you know the Traeger and and just trying different things like that. But uh, Troy, are you still on? And if so, what are your plans uh, for this upcoming week? Um, yeah, for this upcoming week, I'm I'm honestly still just trying to uh, kill a doe. So I yeah. might I'm working all week, so I might at least try to get out one night after work, or uh, maybe go into work a little bit late. But that's pretty much what my standards are right now is try to kill kill some deer, a doe, uh, or if a buck, of course, a nice one comes by. But I kind of have some, you know, I kind of want to save my buck tag. Not really save my buck tag. I shouldn't say that. But I'd rather kill a buck up uh, where these places have been scouting up on these public yeah. land. And so I'm just trying to kill a doe. So I'll probably go out on some private or something around here. What uh... this week if I get a chance. What are you focusing on as far like are you looking in transitioning areas? You're looking for the food, like for for the just trying to get in that you know, kind of going off history with a lot of doe movement. Yeah, uh, up on these big public pieces that I'm hunting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm just kind of basing. I'll, I'll probably start leaning just towards scrapes and stuff like that. I mean, there's so such diversity in food there that it's like, I mean, the whole mountain was covered in acorns yesterday. Yeah. It's just sick with it. It's like. The the runoff ditches on the trails are just filled with acorns, like like feeding troughs. I'm like, this is just from water erosion or just 
collecting acorns. So I'm like, well, acorns isn't the right thing to pinpoint right now. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, other than that, I'll probably hold out till you know end of October to hit some of that stuff a little bit harder. Um, that's that's really a time frame I really like. So that's again just like to kill some dough and then and then put some more time up there, kind of that pre-rut time frame rather than. Uh, you know, quite bed hunting or, or food source hunting in these big woods and just just not that, that good at it yet, <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if I ever will be, but, it's you know. It's crazy. You it see is. these guys like Jake Bush and stuff like that? It's like, dude, I don't know how he goes in so confident. I mean, obviously, because he puts in so much time, but it's like I wish I had, the, like, half of that confidence that that, that guy has to, to, to quote, unquote, know where a buck is, you know. Right. I just saw that bow put one down yesterday. Yeah. I want to hear that story. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Bow more to see. Sonic? Yeah. No. What other bow do you know? <laughs> what do you know, yeah, Bo? Look, you know. Look like uh, he posted a little teaser on his Instagram. Look like a definitely a nice buck. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Not good for him. It, you know, he, puts in the time. He that's said he's, that's redemption he's like, from last year. Yeah. What's that? I was going to say that that's redemption from last year because he had a chance at it. I mean, he shot a giant with a gun, he, yeah, a, right. a true a true giant. But he said the one that he had drawn on and had issues with his auto uh, sight, that little Garmin or whatever yeah, that's that right. thing's called. Uh, uh, he said it was bigger than the one he killed with the gun. Wow. Yeah, he said he never uh, – well, in the, in the post that he said, he didn't tell me directly, that he never, you know, killed one in this, like, earlier part of the season or whatever. He, he – I mean, you've heard his podcast probably. He basically concentrates on rut hunting, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I I think it would be really neat to shoot a buck early, just you know, just for the sake yeah. just to see what my rest of my season would play out. Like, would I travel exactly. to go a different state? Would I, you know, like I yep. like I just I want to I want to know the unknown of hey, I shot a buck on the second week of the season. Like, I yeah, will I go film my buddies? Will I go to uh, back yeah. to Delaware or Maryland or you know some locals? Uh, I, oh, you know. Yeah, the possibility someday, 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 right? <laughs> well, I'm sure, you would enjoy a lot of your other sits, you know, yeah. the rest of the season when you're out there and, you know, maybe just looking for a doe to stroll by and your buck tag's already filled. So I think it would make the rest of the season a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I like it though. Um, <laughs> what? If, all right, Jim. Do you have anything else that you want to add before? Because I, I don't want to keep you past your your bedtime. Uh, it's fine. I, I heard the little guy squawking upstairs a little bit, so I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna lay low for a minute. Yeah. So I, I think I got bought myself some more time. <laughs> Jam. If, I go, if, I, if I go upstairs, that means I'm tapping in and I'm not tapping in right now. So. Uh huh. Um, what else do I want to add? Well, Jim, what kind of what kind of sleep schedule do you have your kid on? This is that's not that's bad, dude. Nine fifteen. Billy, listen, you're talking. You're, all right, I don't even know what to even say. So he is typically on a, a really good schedule. However, his nap time was really late today. So she likes to base his oh, when shit. he goes to bed based off of his last yeah, nap. Yeah, Tom on. So hey, Timmy yeah, Tom wants to come let's on. Get off topic, Billy. <laughs> 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 Bill. No, but go ahead. We'll we'll get Tom on here in a second. But finish finish adding on what you're going to add on. Anyway. I totally lost my train of thought. Billy screwed me up. <laughs> so but anyway, back, back to the deer. Um, 
yeah, I would I would love to bang a buck early because I still have uh, six deer tags for Delaware that are just burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> so I'd like to get down to Delaware again, maybe with the shotgun or the muzzleloader. That would be awesome. Dude, I'm uh, telling you, how many times were we walking around down there going, man, this would be fun with a gun? Dude, yeah, I tell you what, it must be unbelievable. It must be like warfare down there because we've seen box blinds everywhere. Everywhere. So hit the deck when you're walking through Delaware during gun season. <laughs> it is time for this week's Vortex Nation Highlight. For this week's Vortex Nation highlight, let's talk practice. Not a game, but practice. What I'm getting at here is the season is now here, and up to this point, some of us were shooting our bows daily. Don't stop now just because the season is here. You want to have full confidence in all your gear, but also your shot. So continue to practice so when the opportunity comes, you are ready for the moment. Uh, I, I agree with what Troy was saying, though, as far as acorns. Um, like I was, I also mentioned that I don't think that's like the primary food source at this time, especially in, uh, the art part of PA, Eastern PA here. Um, because with all the storms and stuff that we had, like you said, they're just, the ground is littered. Um, and there's enough ag fields around that. I think that they're just kind of, they're doing what they did to us in Delaware. They're just, yeah. they're bedding in the CRP. They're walking out to the beans and the corn. They're getting fat and they're laying back down. I mean, unless you're pushing them, they're, they don't have a real urgency to get up and move yet. But right. I and on the on the same token, I I am starting to notice a little bit of like almost rut activity where bucks are kind of mm-hmm. sniffing around a little bit. You know, they're getting a little frisky. They're starting to lock horns and just play with each other a little bit. So I think it's only going to be a couple more weeks before we see you know the, things get hot and heavy. You were saying that too from seeing some sign. Mm-hmm. Just like seeing them all, you know, just the what you've been noticing when out scouting. Yeah, and I and you know, it just depends what the weather's like, you know. Yeah. There was something have you hunted a lot of acorns, Dimitri? Uh I wouldn't say I've ever hunted like directly over an you know, like an, an oak that's dropping. I mean, I'm definitely looking for them, yeah. you know, when I'm out there, but I don't think I've ever you know, if I found a lot of fresh ones on the ground, um really set up there, maybe I should. Yeah. I'm cuz I'm actually my dad Real quick, crazy story. A couple of weeks ago, we had that real bad snow, or yeah, snow, that, that rainstorm. And I called him the one night just because I saw my trail camera. I have one of those reveals back at home. It was just covered with like tree branches and stuff. I'm like, what the heck? And that's the one that I had a bunch of good bucks on camera from the mock scrape that Jim and I made over the summer. And when we got that image, you got to go fix this for me. Well, the next day I finally got a hold of him. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, oh, we haven't had power. We had this crazy storm come in. I said, well, yeah, because look at my trail camera photos. He's like, holy cow. He's like, yeah. Well, he finally got up there three days ago because he, with the double knee replacement, he's starting to feel better and he's doing a lot of exercises and physical therapy and stuff. Well, he got down to my stand where I shot a buck out of two years ago and he's on FaceTime because he he knew the area pretty like pretty well, but he didn't know exactly where I had the camera. But he goes, look at this treetop that's on the ground. And I go, holy cow. He goes, yeah, look what, where, look what tree it's from. And it was from my tree that had the stand in it. So literally well, where my stand was uh, positioned like three more feet, that's where it lopped off. And it's just bizarre. So my stand <laughs> and my sticks were still hanging there. And then he ended up 
he ended up grabbing my camera. He put it on a same trail, but just up a little bit more. Uh, and I already got a couple deer, not no bucks yet. Uh, so I have to, uh, go up there. But when he was up there, the moral of the story is he said, this is the first time. Cause I, you know, Tom, I know you're listening. I know last year you're like, Hey, some of the acorns are dropping up here. And I'm like, yeah, nothing back up, uh, back at home in Northeast PA. And this is the first year he said in five years that we've had any type of acorn dropped. I mean, and he was showing me pictures. I mean, they're like, they're huge. They're massive and they're everywhere. So the North road is just covered with them. Uh, Jim, the road that we walked on mm-hmm. and he said, excuse me. And he said also like throughout the timber, they're just everywhere. So I, I'm anxious to see how that impacts some deer uh, on our trail cameras that we have. Cause now my dad put out his cell cameras up there just to see, and I have two. So uh, not lighting it up more so to say, but, I don't know. I'm, I'm anxious to see what that does just because, you know, that's a whole new little food source that we haven't had in quite some time, unless they're that side of the mountain. We just maybe haven't had it And the other side, like where you normally hunt Jim, you had them. I don't know, but uh, anxious to see what that does. Well, and I think a lot of time too, you got to think of, you know, how the, the summer was and late summer, you know, we've had a lot of rain probably from midsummer to yeah. the fall. So, you know, even up on the mountain, a lot of the ferns would normally be dead now, you know, so a lot of that greenery that, you know, the deer aren't eating ferns, obviously, but, you know, a lot of the green stuff that they're probably um, using as food sources are probably still available. So they don't need to use the acorns quite yet. And, you know, I, I think a lot of times we, you know, you forget how deer, you know, feed, are they, they're going to go with what food source they know is not going to be there long, right? If it's available and then they'll switch to the acorns, you know, you know, you may see them on the ground yet, but you know, that that doesn't mean the deer is going to be there. Right. You know, they know that they're there and then they're going to come to them once they know that's, that's their next uh, and only available source at that time. So, you know, you got to kind of just dictate what the weather's been like and what's available to them. Real quick, real quick, Jeremy, how, yeah. you know, amongst the storm that happened up there, yeah. your biggest concern was getting your dad, who had two knee replacements, out to fix your trail camera. <laughs> <laughs> I, just wanted to, I just wanted to point that out. Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do when you're two and a half hours away. Yeah. Nah, he was happy to do it because he, yeah, he wanted a, to. He's a diehard. Yeah, he he's he's pumped. He's been shooting like every day. He's He's so excited for this season. My brother actually shot a deer. Uh, my brother is 24, I believe he's, he's either 23, 24. Uh, he shot his first deer on yesterday on opening day. It was a doe. And my first question I asked my dad was, I said, was he shaking? And he goes, yeah, he goes, he said he couldn't pull his bow back. He said he uh, had to use all his might, but he basically shot like right over top of her and he put a decent shot on her. He, and he, my, they waited a little bit and, uh, he saw that she was like, just standing there in the open so it was a little bit I don't, I don't know if he didn't hit uh any like pump house area stuff and then he put an arrow right through her like like perfect hard shot and five minutes later she expired so that was pretty cool story for him first deer that he's ever shot he's been hunting since he's been 12 and i mean he's had pretty cool encounters i've been i've seen and just hasn't been able to get it done so pretty neat for him and uh he got his ball bow dialed in. He, the, the guy that he bought it off of gave him the wrong mods. He's a, my brother's a 30 inch draw. Uh, he, he's real tall and, and uh, skinny. 
uh, I'm, I'm real short and compact, little thick boy, I guess. And uh, he has the draw length. And so he originally, this guy bought that he bought the bow off of, it was a Halon 6, I think it was, gave him a 27-inch draw mods. So it was like a little toy bow. Uh, so now the 30-inch, it's he has the arrows made up to, I think, 430 or 440, and he's right about 300 feet per second on, on it. So it's it's screaming. So good for him. Let me try to figure out how I could get Tom on. So, Jim, are you are you getting off or are you staying on? I'm on. I'm staying on. You're staying on. All right. Let's see. Let's see here. Troy, how about you? I'm going to – do you have anything else to add before I, I – uh, I think I can only have three active speakers. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm good. I, I can okay. jump off. No, yeah. no, no. Stay on, but I'm going to just uh, – I'm going to see something. Stay on, but you can't talk anymore. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tom, are you there? Testing one, two. Testing. Oh boy, what's up, Tom? What's up, guys? Drop what's time, going Tom. On? Drop time, Tom. <laughs> no buff, Tom. Drop time, Tom. <laughs> what's up, guys? Nothing, man. How was your opening day? Uh, let's just say I, uh, by the end of the night, I felt like how R. Kelly probably feels in prison right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was a. Uh, a long, painful sit without any much activity. So, <laughs> I did see a porcupine though. He almost got a got an arrow, but that was about it. Are they in season right now? Can we shoot that if we have our fur bear? I don't know, actually. Potentially. Well, like that. Yeah, that's something I would do. And it came it, the porcupine like he was coming right from where the scrape was, so I was like, I'm real excited. I just saw a little brown and heard some rustling, so I'm getting the bow ready, and I just see that. That uh, the spikes pop out, and I'm like, God damn it! Yeah, that, but, that's uh, like when uh, we we're in Delaware, and that those damn raccoons came flying out and like stood up on their hind legs, and I was getting ready to arrow one of them because I thought about <laughs> coming from that real thick, nasty stuff. Yeah, yeah, you get ready. So, but yeah, no, it's it was a it was it was a hot one uh, in the in the afternoon time, but uh, I was kind of uh, I wasn't really expecting too much. The the morning sit was kind of. Uh, I just went out and uh, sat kind of on this, like, mountainside ridge, like, uh, with a clear cut maybe, like, 200 yards or so away from me. I was hoping to try to catch a catch a buck coming back from the, the cut, maybe bedding on this mountainside that I've found beds in the past. And then the uh, the evening sit was kind of uh, was kind of in a kill spot where my longest shot was about 18 yards. I really only had two little shooting lanes and... I've had multiple nice buck on camera in the summertime and into September using it, but not really consistently. So I just kind of figured I would take a shot at it. I don't want to push too deep. The wind wasn't really great for, for most of my setups. Uh, it was like a southwest wind. So hopefully uh, later this week, I know they're calling for some rain. And I finally got that. The Spartan Forge finally released their uh, their map app and everything like that. So it looks like the... Uh, the deer movement should be better later on. Like you said earlier with the, uh, the rain coming, I think it's going to be a, a good later in the week, uh, time to be out in the woods. Yeah. I remember too, seeing something that, uh, Steve Shirk said, he's like, you know, if you get, you know, just that little bit of rain, you know, obviously get out. But if you have that prolonged couple of days of rain, kind of, it's not those first two days, but if it's that third day or fourth day that it breaks, get out there to, you know, get a chance. They're going to be up and moving and finally not be able to take it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And acorns for me are still like, like, there's not a lot of oaks to begin with. And um, the ones, the oak trees that are there, they're still kind of spotty. 
Um, so I, I think I, a lot of it, I think they're just getting fat and sassy still off all the brows. But um, I'd, I'd like to try to little, spend a little time on the ground uh, scouting, looking for maybe those one or two acorn trees that, that did drop some oaks. So we'll see. Nice. Which one do you do? You have? Are you targeting anything, or are you just going? Are you just um, going in those areas? Yeah, there, there is one buck that the, the probably the biggest one I've had on camera that I'd like to get a crack at. But honestly, I've got a couple good 120 class deer and, and better. I'm, I'd be happy with any of them that give me an opportunity. So I'm not not trying to be picky. I'd you love to try something down in Ohio later in November. But, so uh, you're are, are you you're doing the Ohio trip then? Um. I told Tim it's kind of up in the air. Like I, I, I spent so much time and effort in the off season that I'd like to really like to kill one here in PA first. Yeah. Um. So if I if I do tag out in October, that I definitely um would like to get down there. Yeah. Well, you guys have I I don't know where it, where's Tim growing these deer or capturing them. Oh, every day he's just sending me new pictures of all these giants. I'm like, he, 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 then he shows me again like. I shoot one with the drop time, and then Tim's like, now show me one with a bigger drop time. I'm like, Jesus, man, like, come me a break. <laughs> like, let me just no. have my, I guess my uh, my moment of spotlight's up. It's a new season, but I'm like, Jesus, that thing was huge. I'm like, yeah. even the body on him, he looked like a horse. Yeah. But, well, that one, yeah. that other, that that wide 12 mm-hmm. is just, that thing looks like a bull. What's the date today? October 3rd? 3rd, yeah. 4th? Mark my words, by October 16th, Tim will have a, a buck killed, yeah. a nice buck. Yeah, for sure. Easily. Tim, my made, Tim made a critical mistake in the last couple of days, though. Him and I shared <laughs> waypoints. Oh. <laughs> so um, him and I hunt the same uh, chunk of public, but I hunt on the opposite side of the road that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's interested to try my side and vice versa. So I, hey, sometimes I the grass isn't always greener. Yeah. Well, well on October 17th, we all can be waiting on this doorstep for him to take us out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I told him that I said I wouldn't I wouldn't venture too close to where he has his, you know, cameras and stuff set up because I know he put in the time. But, um, yeah, I might be in. The, I might end up sitting in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. No, that's good. Now, now, Tom, you have that one. You have another one with a drop. I I only got one picture of him in the summertime. I, I haven't gotten any other photos. But yeah, he was he was one with a a nice drop that was forming. I mean, he, he could still be around. I just don't have my cameras. I I pulled a lot of my kind of summertime cameras as I like the last couple of weeks. Um, so I plan on redeploying as at each sit I go out and hopefully find the hot sign to put more out there. But he could be around. He could be a few miles away. I'm not sure, but we'll see. Yeah, good stuff, man. I like it. If we're trying to figure out this whole uh, bullhorn thing. We'll have it figured out for next week for sure. I'm gonna, I'll get a chance to hold on to them and all that stuff. And uh, I want to. This, this could be a lot of fun. I think this could be really, really neat. So we could get into this, and you know, if we have another guest on that we like or, you know, that you're interested in and you want to ask them a question, you'll be able to do so. So that, I think this will be really neat. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Thank you for, for coming out and, and helping us. What is the, the capacity you guys can do then on, it, on people at the same on this, time? I think at this, it's so I have to ask him, like, as far as active speakers, if it's one or two, something along the, or like right now, I think it's three because I have Jim talking, 
Mike talking and you talking and I can't mm -hmm. put like Billy wants to talk, but I can't get him on unless like I drop one of you guys. Yeah. Okay. I mean, um, but, but what's neat though, is as far as like listeners, like hundreds, thousands, his, his, uh, his Breenum radio first episode, yep. I think he used it. So that was yep. cool. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. And I just want to, you know, if we have a, a, a guest on that, I think people would, you know, love to interact or ask questions with. I think it's cool. Or to do this, this opportunity where we could all just shoot the shit and be able to talk and see how our, our week of hunting went. I think that's I like, yeah. you know, the most. So absolutely. Perfect. Good, dude. Well, stay on. I'm going to see what Billy wants to do and get him talking. Okay. <laughs> Billy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Bill? Jim, I'm I'm sorry for putting you on the spot, Jim. You're a great parent. Your wife is hey, lucky to have a man like you in the house. I tell you, hey, Billy, it's no sweat, man. Hey, I mean, like I like I told you before, it's like a roller coaster here. So you take the good with the bad. Tom, it's good to hear your voice, Tom. Good to hear your voice, Tom. All right, so I just got a quick story on uh, the saga that's kind of unfolding with this. Uh, that buck I've been sending you guys pictures of from that piece yep. of public that I'm on. Frank and Beans. Then yeah, we'll just call him Beans. Frank Nobi. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think it was the 26th. Uh, so that would have been last weekend. Uh, Sunday had a picture of a guy, uh, kind of an odd-looking character. So I, you know, I had one camera messed with, um, maybe a month ago. I went yep. into food cameras. And found the one camera hanging 10 foot from the tree with my mock scrape rope, and which I thought was fairly comical. And I appreciated the individual not stealing my camera, um, and but also respected the hustle of, you know, going to the extra length and hanging my camera from a tree. Um, very outside the box thinking there. Uh, so I, you know, I went in and we set up six cams, style cams in that area. Um, in air, like way off the beaten path in the middle of this thick, nasty, it's a, it's a pretty big piece of bedding. It's about 40 acres. If you draw a line all the way around it, it's a big area. Um, put these cameras like square in the middle of it where there's no hiking trails, no logging roads, no nothing. Um, and that's where I was getting all the pictures of those bucks on the, on the mock scrapes I was making and, um, got the pictures on the 26th of this guy and, Ironically, it's like the middle of the week, and I said to my buddy Jeff, him and I are sharing the the account uh, to look at pictures together because we're both hunting there. And I go, don't you find it odd that we haven't gotten like any pictures in the last uh, the last like three days since we had pictures of that guy? And we both agreed. So I went in and I you know look a little further at the status reports, and three of the cameras were not communicating. So Jeff went in there Friday, uh, went up there Friday afternoon. And sure as shit, or no, sorry, Thursday, um, day before opening day, went in there Thursday afternoon. All three of those cameras were turned off, and all the cam, all the pictures were cleared off the cart. So that guy that I had a picture of, I assume it was him. He went in there and turned all those cameras off and cleared the cart. And I'm just kind of like blown away. And I've got, you know, I know one of the neighbors of this piece of public. Um, not personally, but through a family friend. And, uh, 
you know, I've sent him the picture. He doesn't recognize the person. And the guy's wearing like a Hawaiian, it looks like a, like a Hawaiian shirt. Like it's not, like it's not like he's not like he's wearing camo and he's like a hardcore hunter. Post it on Instagram, Billy. Blow I should, I should put him, I should blow up this spot. Dude, but, honestly, honestly, uh, not to cut you off, you need to throw it yeah. on like your, your New York Facebook group, hunting group. Mm-hmm. You yep. say, who is this person? Yeah. Yeah. But I also, yeah. But see, so yes and no. Like I don't, I, I'm kind of nervous to post any more of that. I mean, it is public, and there's obviously somebody who's wanting to hunt it that bad. Um, but the good news is I still have three other cameras in there, and I did get pictures of that buck um, two nights in a row. Well, yeah, two nights in a row after uh, after we went in there and got those cameras. So I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's frustrating, and I it's not going to discourage me from going in there to hunt, but I mean, if somebody's willing to walk in there through the prime bedding, I mean, the whole reason why we had cell cams in there was to not step a foot into that area the entire season. And there's people in there just walking around. Uh, it's kind of frustrating. So I don't know. But I, I think it's one of those factors, like, I'm going to hunt the people more than I'm going to hunt the deer, really. Like, I'm going to, you know, these guys are in there pushing around. Obviously, he wants to hunt that area. So to me, that tells me I shouldn't necessarily focus my energy hunting that spot because if he's in there he's gonna be pushing that deer out so probably hunt hunt the fringes of it but i'm curious to you guys you know you're talking trail cameras have your guys's cameras slowed down over the last few days as far as getting pictures coming in i know ours have dropped off dramatically um and it's interesting like i've got um 10 10 cameras here on the farm six up six down the public and six at camp so you know up to over 20 cell cams and the, the amount of pictures coming in were was crazy up and through opening day and then it's just dropped right off i don't know if the, you guys have the buck activity has slowed down for me but overall camera activity is still where it was there's just a lot okay. more dough yeah i would uh, say same with me billy you know up until about a week before the season the dumps i was getting from the three cams that i got it just, it, it almost, it was like sporadically just slowing down. And then one night it was like a flurry of picks and the last couple of days has been, since I've been out really, it hasn't been, hasn't been a lot either. But again, there's acorns everywhere where I hunt. So, you know, like you said, they might not be moving much right now. What would you say for ours? Uh, I, I mean, I haven't really checked any of our cameras. I mean, uh, I, we pulled my one cell camera, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, I haven't really checked any of the activity. The one I would say, the one, uh, the spy point is has been quiet the last couple. Like the last one I got on that was two days ago. But even before that, it was it just seemed like I was only getting one per day for that. Uh, buck activity slowed down. The tacticams, which are back at home, Northeast PA, up on the on the club, up on the mountain, um, one of them is up top and that one's been quiet uh all even all summer but now that one's starting to pick up a little bit uh more does uh one little scraggler buck early a couple weeks ago and then like i said my dad fixed that one on the bottom and that one actually uh has a freaking granny of a doe uh, which i think would probably put me in those uh bow hunter die contests up there I'd, i'd probably be in the top 10 for sure 
she's she's massive but the uh moultrie that i that we have on some other public land uh, where we hunt right after work basically uh slowed down a lot actually um i'm getting i actually got to contact them because i'm getting a lot of nonsense photos of like just the space nothing really on it so i got to contact them and ask them about it but yeah it just seems like things slowed down we were getting hammered uh even on before we we moved it uh Dimitri and i moved one of them because it was golden i mean we were having bucks does turkeys you name it and then all of a sudden it like st- it stopped and went cold turkey for about a, a week week and a half so we went in there we moved it we got a couple couple deer on camera that's the one like i said we got a I had that buck on their opening day so yeah i think it's just a matter of getting in there moving them around finding scouting and yeah i think i think the answer for me is at this point in my life is that i my time is limited so yeah. i'm not going to just stand around and and wait for something to happen you have to go make it happen so i mean that's like it's it's crazy like it's one hunt down but yeah. last year i only put 25 hunts in the whole season. So I got, you know, if I'm going to be on the same pace as last year, which I suspect I will be, you know, I got 24 sits left. So are you, are you, it out, figure are, it out. You, uh, are you doing the contest with your brother again? Oh yeah. That's, that's the great American Harvey whitetail competition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we talked, we had, we had negotiations uh, before the season started that fell through. We were thinking about, changing it from quantity of deer to like quality of deer but but that things just didn't come together so we're just going with quantity what does the winner get uh pride more than anything yeah you guys should There's do nothing. something we don't, i know we should do it or something one of those belts we looked at those belts they pop up you know those big trophies you know the yeah. rest of the belt but, yeah. i think jimbo's still riding his high horse from banging two 130s which is why he that's, probably that's suggested the quality deer thing. <laughs> right. You keep, you keep on you keep on doing you, Billy. Yeah, I'm just gonna do me. Which means I'll shoot a doe next Friday night. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. I shoot a doe around the ninth of the right around the ninth. That's what I do. So the if it doesn't happen that the last couple of years too. Yeah. It just feels right, you know. Bill, what you should do is uh whoever the winner is, um or you guys get T shirts of your faces on it. Whoever the loser is has to wear under like your your base layer all season the next year, like Hold a big me... ass like uh, base, like or the whole the whole chest. I think that's a pretty good idea. That's like that's like a fantasy football loser type deal. I like that. Yeah, you know, I, I do, and maybe get like a real embarrassing picture of that individual. <laughs> maybe like an embarrassing picture of of you that you have to wear. There's actually this. Well, I don't want to get into it here. It's not 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 the time or the place, Jeremy. But I've got a good story about funny T-shirts that we can share sometime. Uh, does it have a big seltzer can on it? Uh, it was okay. So it was a picture of me uh, passed out with my swim trunks down and my ass hanging out uh, while I was on a business trip, and um, and uh, there's a lot to that story, and it's there's not enough time here tonight. No. Very <laughs> my bachelor, my bachelor party, the guys from work showed up and had a box of these shirts made with the picture of me with my ass hanging out, laying in the bushes, passed out drunk. <laughs> it's got big tree fall hard on it. That's like, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's good. Well, we could uh 
Bill, anything else before we wrap up everything? I'm going to put Tom back on and we're going to, we'll call it quits here soon. No, I'm good. Great, awesome. great first show, guys. Good job. Nah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it figured out. I'm sure I'll give you a call this week and maybe you and I could, uh, you could walk me through another little quick session if you have 10 minutes sometime this week. Sure. Awesome, dude. Thank you, Bill. I'm going to get to Tom before we get off. Tom, what's all happening? I, all I want to say is, Bill, the last memory I have of you is running through the arcade of TAC and dropping off in your bedroom and uh, how upset you were that you had to go to sleep and the bars weren't <laughs> still open at like 2 o'clock in uh, Seven Springs. <laughs> and I have a case of seltzer for you whenever you want to come back to Pennsylvania. Uh, let me, he, he's got to say something. You got anything? They, you got some. You got some Susquehanna cock for me, dude. <laughs> yeah, that. I just remember how excited I was to go on that adventure with you and Tim. And you know, we didn't find anything good, which was depressing. But it's it's an adventure I'll never forget. I'll never. Forget. I can't wait already for for next year. I know it's not good. It's a- <laughs> we've got, we've got Bill, to commit Bill's to each not other. drinking this year. Yeah, we're Bill, not you're... that first night. We have got to commit to each other because I want to shoot and enjoy myself. I I think we should not shoot like the first Ever? day. Maybe we no. should in our bows. Let's just go hang out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, that's good. Good stuff. Shooting well, bows. Sucks. Everybody says it's the funnest thing ever. It's like the most frustrating. You know, you, you're all excited and then you can't hit anything and you're scattering arrows and everybody's laughing at you. I know. It's fun though. It's just that was by far one of the best days. Like that weekend was like the one of the best days of the year, just with everybody getting together and just laughing. I just, oh my gosh, what a what a good time. Yeah. We maybe uh, some people. Hey, hey, maybe we have to recreate uh, that at Deer Camp this year. Yeah, Pennsylvania Deer Camp. Gonna yeah. be, uh, that's going to be a freaking big deal. You have like 20 people confirmed already, didn't you say that last week? I got about 15 confirmed, but I'm All expecting right. that there will be more than 15 yeah. there. I'm actually being a lot pickier this year due to the fact that I was formally invited to that, that trip, and I... <laughs> I, I'm serious. Like I could have, I could have shot that little basket eight on my first sit and ended my season already. Well, one, I selfishly didn't want to end my season already, but two, I thought to myself, you know, I really want to. If I'm going to not be able to go on that trip, I want to be because it's a. I shot a quality deer, so I have Billy to thank for that motivation. Well, there you go, Mike. Putting in all that hard work. I hope it happens, man. Yeah, I mean, they, they destroyed the clothes on the food plot, so everything else is starting to come up through now. So my father went and checked, up, checked it out today, and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully it pans out. You know, otherwise uh, I'm going to start scooping up acorns when I uh, when I walk in, just throw them under my tree stand. If all else fails. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I did a lot of extra scouting this year. You know, I got to try to get more more mobile and, you know, trying to learn, you know, uh, patterning and like corridors and saddles and all that fun stuff. And, you know, yeah. just really, uh, just trying to stay engaged as much as possible, even when I'm not out there. Cause like Billy said, you know, with two kids, you know, they're in school and changes the whole complexity of, uh, the season, you know, especially during the week. And 
where I live, I don't really just have a spot where I can just go after work. And, right. um, you know, I think the closest area for me would be 40 minutes away. Um, but I'll just throw in the weekends, you know, the wife said, yeah, you know, with kids in school, you know, you want to yeah. head up to pops for the weekend, have at it. So I was like, yeah. all right, remember you, you said so that weekend. So you don't know yeah, you only get yeah. so many weekends. So I'm going to definitely take advantage of that. So. That's, uh, dude, I, we're, we're hoping fingers crossed cause you put into work and you got some dandies. So yeah, that's, thanks that's guys. Good, Appreciate uh, it. Yeah. What, uh, what did you think of your, uh, first day full first official hunt in the saddle? Uh, it went pretty smooth. I mean, I was expecting a lot of hiccups, but, uh, nothing major. So I, I felt pretty comfortable. I kind of liked it. Uh, the biggest thing for me is going to be when I get you know, some closer opportunities yeah. with the deer is just figuring out how to move with the bow. Um, definitely, you know, I did some practice in it. So, you know, I felt comfortable, but you know, when you're up there and you're definitely in different positions than you normally would be, but, um, you know, overall, I, I think it went pretty smooth. I was surprised with, you know, setting up in two different trees. You know, the first one was a little bit bigger of a tree. And then the second one was, I mean, it was, I mean, it was two trees that were probably only like six to eight inches in diameter, but I had enough. They had uh, leaves coming off of them where it kind of was shading me from where the deer were. So if they would have got to the left or the right of me, you know, they would have cleared those those uh, awesome. leaves. Um, so that would have gave me cover until I had the shot opportunity. So I was pretty happy with it. You know, if you use the first time using the, the sticks uh, set up, that, that went pretty smooth. But um liking it so far it's pretty comfortable so i'm excited to use it i mean the the pack in and out was tremendous you know with the less weight yeah. and uh not having all that gear on my back so i really enjoyed it yeah your pack is just smaller you know what i mean like it's that little more compact yeah just... i have a pretty small backpack that i that i use so you know which i'm still able to put my uh xl platform and my sticks on it and it works just as good so I love it. Low mobile. budget. Yeah. Low budget and freaking mobile as heck. No, that's good. Well, fellas, this was uh this was a good first run. Um, I appreciate everybody coming on and taking the time and uh we'll we'll edit this one and, and Bill, we could just edit this and save it, like archive it and save it, right? Yeah, download that MP4. Yeah. Um and then you can archive it and then you could re like post it later on or just post it as your uh you know your weekly episode or whatever but yeah yeah that's what that's the goal i'm gonna try to just download this as an mp4 and we'll we'll post it on wednesday like normal yeah awesome well thanks everybody good luck this week and uh we'll be chatting so antler up and that's a wrap for another episode of the antler up podcast thank you so much for checking us out the season is here we're so excited we're pumped up Hopefully you're having uh, some fun and some luck out there. Uh, and if you're not, keep on grinding just like we are. Check us out over at antlerupoutdoors.com. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks again for listening. Check us out next week. Antler Up.